Hey, hi. Hey, hey, Julie. How are you? I am well. How are you? I am good. I am good. It's 4th of July. And uh, so far, I've spent the whole day in my garden, and it has been delightful. That's I harvested. Awesome. I know. Today was potato harvest day, and that is Ooh. by far one of my favorite things to do because it is so satisfying. You pull out all the plants and you just have this bare dirt and then you start digging your hands in there and pulling them up and just all these potatoes <sighs> pop up. They're I not attached to the plant leaves anymore? A couple little ones come up when you plant, when you pull the plant and an occasional full size one. But no, they, they typically stay under the ground and you pull mm. out the plant and then it's like a treasure hunt. So like trying to find truffles. Yep. Yeah, but that's cool. It is cool. so satisfying. So we got, I thought we got 10 pounds, but then I went back in and I think I got like five, I think we got 15 pounds of potatoes from half a bed of, you know, just planting in half a bed. So like a four by four space. Right. That's it was great. Really, yeah, it was a really good yield. Is that what you're having for dinner tonight? <laughs> I, maybe, because I haven't made it. I actually made, um, so I was in the an Asian supermarket that we have around here. I think it's primarily Korean. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a great supermarket. All kinds of interesting things. The produce is like, you can't beat it. Their, their fish, like their seafood department is outraged. Everything is like alive. It's like going, you know, it's crazy. So good. Mm. Um, so I got, there was this package and everything on it was Korean, but it said spices to stew chicken. And I was like, Hmm. Oh. And it's like, it was like pieces of bark and cinnamon and like things I cannot identify, just like this bag of things. So, <laughs> so I was like, oh yeah, I have to try that. Yeah, like so, I'll buy it right. I mean, yeah, a hundred percent. You know, I love like a bag of unidentifiable herbs. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. And bark. I'm all in. I think there might have been stones in there. I don't know. It was like the weirdest bag of stuff. So I boiled it up. It turned purple. Oh. And it is delicious. So There's what could you identify? Cinnamon. There were cinnamon okay. sticks. There was some oh. sort of berry, which turned it purple. I'm going to guess that it was some sort of like hawthorn berry. Okay. Um, And a bunch of maybe like burdock root, star anise, like all kind, just a million different things I had no idea. So the broth is, so then I put chicken in and it's been simmering for like three hours. Mm. It is the most delicious thing I have ever tasted. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so now, will weird. you be able, one, will you be able to replicate this on your own or you're going to have to go back and try to find this? Okay. Yeah. No, no, I have no, and the whole package is in Korea, Korean. Like there's no, I cannot identify anything about it. I tried to. I tried to Google the name of the company and like chicken stew spices, nothing came up. Like, mm. I don't, I don't, this is probably from, you know, some apothecary, like what, you know, neat old yeah. Korean man in an apothecary who puts this together. I have no idea where it came from. It's an, it's like in an unidentifiable bag. <laughs> I think some people, I think there was wood in it. I were don't they, know. Were they really selling it or do you just find this? <laughs> It was really, I'm very excited. So I think that's what we're having for dinner. Oh, that sounds yummy. Good for yeah. you. That's a nice find. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I excited. I'm going to go back. And there was only like two of them. I'm going to go back and buy the other one. That's why I mean, I love cooking, but I'm also just like, those are the kinds of things like whether it's Japanese or Asian food of general, like Indian food, like all this food that that's out there with all these different flavors and all the like things you would never think about putting together and they do. And you're like, wow. And then I don't want to replicate it. I just want to keep going back to those places <laughs> to make good, yummy food. Yeah. I want to rec. I, I like to replicate it. So there's an amazing restaurant called Mumbai Dreams that we love, love, love. And their food is delicious. And so we've tried, we're trying to get better at, at cooking Indian food at home. It's just it's like, you know, there's flavor profiles. And yes. so like American food, which isn't that exciting, but I can, you know, throw anything together. Italian, German, like French food. I'm like so familiar with those flavors that I can kind of cook on the fly. Yeah. But Indian, I, I'm just not familiar enough with the flavor profile to sort of jump. Like I need a recipe. Yeah. 
and so all those ingredients, right? And, and you're all not going to have a lot of their stuff in the yeah in your cupboard. Yeah. I mean, you might you you out of most people might have some of the stuff they would cook yeah, with. Yeah, I'm but... getting quite a good collection mm -hmm. um, because the one you know it is nice living in a suburb of a big city like yeah. you know like I do that you do that we have I have like great Asian grocery store. I have an amazing Indian grocery store. Like we do have access to a lot of interesting things, which is amazing. So we were at Mumbai Dreams the other day and the food was delicious, but we also, it was the day before Norm's, my husband's birthday. So it was kind of, he had to work on his birthday. So we went out for lunch to kind of celebrate his birthday. And so we had a mm. cocktail because we both had the day off. And so we had a lunch cocktail and it was a cardamom, cardamom lemongrass simple syrup mm. with tequila and lime juice. Oh, and it was delicioso. Wow. And so I came home and made a simple, I mean, making a simple syrup is easy enough. So I just took a yeah. ton of cardamom pods and chopped up a thing of lemongrass mm. and, you know, a cup of water, cup of sugar, let that boil, strained it, let it cool, and then added lemon juice and tequila. It tasted exactly like what we had in the restaurant and I couldn't be happier. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> yummy. So good. Yeah. I love that stuff. I really mm -hmm. do. I know. I love those flavors. Like they're just, yeah, you know, things that I like. I don't use. I may I put cardamom a lot in tea, or like if I'm making chai, but I don't necessarily cook with it or explore mm -hmm. it. To, and it's such an amazing flavor. Yeah. So yeah, trying to trying to do more of that. So you'll 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 I think you'll be happy. Um, I have started watching the Julia show. I'm so happy. I absolutely think it's lovely. I, I love it. Lovely. I just that is such a good word for it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm like, oh, you know, I, I've seen her book, you know, I've never cooked anything out of it. I think I had it once uh, somewhere along the line in my life. Mm -hmm. And then I but I don't anymore. So I'm like, I think I'm gonna get it. You know, I mean she's got a lot of books, but the very first, you know, the one, the French cooking one, the uh, yeah. Um, but now I'm like, oh, I do want to make some of these things, right? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I just, um, but it's, I just, it is, lo I love all the actors. It's just, I know. She does a fabulous job. She I, does a fabulous job. Yeah. And she's so endearing that you're just like, oh, I really like this yeah. person. A hundred percent. Like, I, I just loved, loved, loved that. I could not, I mean, I love Julie Child to begin with. But I thought they did such a good job on that show. And now you have to listen to the podcast. Okay. I will after. The yeah, Companion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. No, I'm like on episode four. I, I just, I decided one day, I think I was waiting for the boys to, to meet me up in Vermont. And I was like, I'm going to watch this show that she keeps talking about. I'm like, you know, I'm interested. And then I was hooked within like 15, 20 minutes. I was like, oh, this is really nice. And yeah. I just, I just really enjoyed it. And I know well, it, it's so fascinating what she had to go through mm -hmm. just to be recognized. And then the relationship with the husband and then, oh, uh, yeah. I so know. many things it's were great. So good. It is so good. Yeah. Oh, I'm so I, glad you're watching it. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think later I'm going to veg out. Just I find the whole, you know, the things they did for this television show and just how that all came well, we about. Should in the fall when you know or whenever we should come we should all go up to vermont and you and i should make a whole julia child dinner oh that would be lovely that would be so fun i would love that yes uh -huh. we'll do like the whole thing we'll we'll pick the same bottle of wine that paul would have picked like uh, the whole thing yeah. <laughs> yes exactly that'd be my favorite part um mm -hmm. yeah you no, could be in be... charge of that part because paul would not be impressed with my palate of <laughs> cheap white wine <laughs> Yeah, I know that it sounds yummy. I, I, yeah, I mean, everything she was making, and then when she, I just loved it. The classes were, it, the whole thing was, it was adorable. I just really liked the show. I thought it was really mm -hmm. done, well done. I mean, yep. I'm not done yet, but yeah, you'll be sad when you're done. I'm sad, yeah. like, I miss it. I, I hope they do another season. I don't know if they yeah. will. There's so much to tell of her, her life, and then yeah. that was so much later in her life, too. Because she started so late in yeah. her life, you know, like yeah. she gives me hope for, you know, all the things, all the changes I'm trying to make in my life. I'm like, I don't think she started that show until she was like, what, like 50 or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Late 40s, 50 for sure. Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah. very encouraging to know that, you know, we are still viable and can have whole careers. Yeah. No, we totally can. Yes, yeah. I totally agree. I, I I also got excited that um, Only Murders in the Building is back. I still have to watch 
watch that. Oh but gosh. Norm wants to watch it too because I watched the first episode and loved it, but then yeah. for some reason just never got back to it. So this was a surprise. I didn't know it was coming back this week and they have two episodes up for season two and it picks up right where the last one left off. I like it. And I absolutely, there's some like, you know, special guest stuff that I'm like, eh, whatever, I don't care about that. But I absolutely love Steve Martin, Martin Short and and Selena, um, Selena Gomez. I yeah. I. I think their chemistry is amazing. I love what they're doing. I love the, the writing is phenomenal. Like it's hysterical. Martin Short still just, he just is, they're just all so good. I just love it so much. <laughs> like yeah. I needed just feel good stuff. And I was like watching these two shows and I'm like, that was so nice. And again, lovely, you know, just like so lovely, all these nice television stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good. Maybe we'll switch to that because Norm wants to watch it too. We've been watching... So we get into these patterns because, you know, like everything needs a login or like we're not logged in or I, you know, it gets confusing. We're old. And so there's a channel, an app that you can download on your smart TV called Pluto. Uh-huh. And it is exclusively like 70s TV shows, pretty much. Like Ooh. the French chef is on there. They have oh. they, they're 24 hours a day. You can watch Julia Child. You can also watch like The Love Boat. So in the last two and a half years, we've made it through all of the like Love Boat, Taxi, a bunch of things. We're currently What's it on a, spell it Pluto, like Pluto. Ex, oh, Pluto. I said Cluto. I'm like Cluto. Nope. Pluto, Pluto, like the like the ex planet. Okay. Yep. Yep. And uh, we're currently working our way through Mary Tyler Moore, mm. which is so it's a great uh, like it's Mary Tyler Moore and she's awesome, but that show just is so sexist. Like, yes. Right. So you're like, how did they get away with this? It is the, the episode we watched last night, the guy, the, um, what was his name? But you know, the, the boss of the TV station, mm -hmm. they were hiring like a new secretary. Yeah. And he, he, he said, well, make sure you hire one with a good caboose. <laughs> <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. 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 But yeah. nonetheless, we're making it through that show. So maybe we'll modernize and um, <laughs> and yeah. watch murders and only murders in the building. Well, it's, it's, it's you know, I, I think it's so fascinating how all of that stuff isn't appropriate, right? I mean, at the time growing up, you sort of know in a way like, oh, this isn't great, but you tolerate it. Like, I, I just, I had this whole conversation with my son on driving back from Vermont about, you know, thankfully the workplaces have changed. You know, the things even that, you know, back in the 90s when I was working corporate jobs, like, it wasn't, it was better, but people still did inappropriate things and said inappropriate oh, yeah. things and then had to get checked on it. And then, you know, HR doesn't always know how to respond. And then it's like, well, how am I going to, I'm not going to, you know, uh, reprimand the guy who brings in all the money, you know? So it's like, you just kind of tolerate it. And I was like, yeah. you don't understand. Like, we've come a long way. We've got a long way to go, clearly. But um it, it is funny to see that in old movies and TV shows and you're just like, wow, we, and as yeah. kids, like we just didn't think, you know, we just absorbed it. Right. It was just natural. That's what we did. Okay. And then when you grow up and then you sort of have to live it and you're like, Oh, this isn't great. You know, I don't yeah. want to deal with any of this. And, and I feel bad because I feel like the issues are, are similar. I mean, they're different issues, but they're similar in the sense that our kids are navigating, I think even more complexity. So there's, you know, all this, I mean, I'm not going to get into the whole, like what, whatever cancel culture is and all that other stuff, but it's hard. It's hard to, you know, not feel bad and not think, you know, like if you want to tell a girl she's pretty, not everyone's going to like, some girls will be like, oh, that's fine. Thank you. And others would, would not like that, you know? And, and yeah, how do you know? Right. And so how do you navigate the world. And so, and so, and I think it's really hard. I mean, I just, so we, we just, we ended up having this really long conversation about trying to figure that out. And I didn't really have a lot of answers. I just, mm -mm. my, my approach was just, you know, talk to people. And if they took, if they're not willing to go in and understand you and why you might've said that or what you felt about it, or then they're not, then I would move on. You know, they're not worth trying to sort of get, it's not about convincing them. It's, it's just for you to be understood. If you feel that you're not, if you say something and someone has a reaction that you didn't expect, why ask them why, 
why did you react that way? What did what did I say that did offend you or didn't land well with you or whatever the case may be? Because um, I don't know how else we navigate these things. I know. It's, Otherwise. you know, I think the the constant, I mean, social norms have changed and like who's kind of on top hasn't really changed, but I guess it's changed a little. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it, human interaction is just hard. And yeah. you have to work on it. Like yeah. you have to, you have to practice the golden rule and you have to always be willing to accept that you don't really know what someone's going through and you have to, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt and be curious and talk to them and don't make assumptions and all of those things. Like it's hard. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. And um, I mean, so I wasn't going to bring this up, but I will just, um, you may or may not know about this. Your son probably does at your both of your boys so in in video games there's this thing called teabagging have you ever heard of that teabagging but i'm guessing i'm hoping that you're not about to talk about the teabagging i'm familiar with no <laughs> no this is in video games <laughs> okay. it's it's a form of like taunting when you have beat someone in a game um okay. i'm not gonna describe the act of it there is an act of it um squatting essentially right and mm. you can you can you know you you do it and it's a way to be like eh, whatever you know like i beat you you lost you're dead blah 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 um it's been going on for since the 90s like in, in in various video games over the years and and different video games may call it a different thing so we ended up having this whole conversation again on the drive home and about whether or not because someone brought up that they were triggered by it and felt that it was like a form of sexual assault and mm -hmm. so now there's this whole debate in the gaming industry online about whether or not that's sexual assault or not in a game. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are like, no, that's not what it is. Now, is it is it a great, you know, it, it, you know, it's a form of teasing and taunting and trolling. And so, yeah, could you argue this more bullying than anything else? Yes. They don't always do it. They don't have to do it on t like on top of anybody. You just sort of do it. So, so it's a lot, a lot in the gaming community are like, no. And so my son was like, what do you think? You know, just as, as like, are you, do you think it is? And I was like, I, you know, I honestly, I think it's complex as, as most things are, unfortunately. And this is again, going back to like how difficult it is to navigate today um, as always. And I just said, I think, you know, what, what my independent feeling may be about it versus others. I just have to respect that other people might find it offensive and some may not. And I understand that. So I was trying to like point out, you know, about, you know, our conversation about you have to be careful about taking a position that it may not be offensive to you. And you may say, I don't, you know, you may say, I don't understand how it could be offensive to somebody else, but that's the whole point. Try to, what is it yeah. about it that's making them feel triggered or, and, and again, you, again, there may be nothing to do about it, right? There's different questions around, well, should gaming, gaming games remove it? And, you know, um, does it perpetuate activity outside? Would it, would it, if really people see it that way, would they do it outside of, of that environment of a game, a virtual game? Probably not, but there's always cases. There's always outliers, right? That it might trying to like navigate this. And it's like, just because you think it's okay, doesn't mean someone else does. And I just, yeah. You know. and, I, and I guess just being aware of that as a society, like I think, yes. so my friend Jackie and I, we play a lot of backgammon mm -hmm. and so for this summer, she is up by 11 games. She is, she is <laughs> kicking my behinds, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we get together, now we've known each other like our whole lives. So when she wins, I call her all kinds of names, all yeah. kinds of dirty, nasty names. And we are hysterically <laughs> laughing about it. Now I can do that with her. And I yeah. know it, it, she does, she does not care. She is fine. And if the, if I had beat her 11 times in a row, she would be doing the same thing to me. Right. But I have friends that I would never do that to. Yes. Because I know that they just, they wouldn't find that funny right. or comfortable or even understand why I would even say that in the first place. And so, yes. you know, I guess, you know, we need to be conscious of you know, who you're with and what you, and, you know, unfortunately, you know, or fortunately, like, I think it shows wisdom and insight. If you curb your reaction based on who you are, it shows, you know, it shows that you care about that person. It shows that you know them. It yeah. shows, you know, like we do that for our loved ones, right? Why shouldn't yeah. we do that with our friends and our acquaintances? But it probably is really hard to do online. 
Yes. And, and I know? think that's part of the challenge is that I think everyone is a keyboard wizard, right? And they can say and do and feel a certain way and say it's not, but we have no idea what goes on in their own homes, what they're doing outside of the gaming world. Like I, I, you know, so, you know, the, 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 the bait is also like, should gaming companies remove this feature? And it's very hard to, should you report it if it happens and you're in, and you know, and, and the reality is, if you see it happening, you don't like it, maybe you don't play that game, right? But mm -hmm. but ultimately, to remove it from the gaming culture when it's been going on a long time is a different issue. Now, you know, this is the big issue with games, right? Like video games that like people have extrapolated that, oh, it leads to all these things. Well, clearly we don't have an uptick in murder per se because of, you know, video games, right? Teabagging has been going on for a really long time. My kids are going to laugh that I'm talking about this when they hear it. Um, <laughs> but it was such a big part of our conversation coming home that we were just like, you know, they were just curious, like, as a woman who doesn't really game, like, do you think it's, you know, and I was just like, yeah, I could see how other people could see it that way. And I think, you know, certainly that's not your intent. And if someone were to call you out at it and said, oh, I don't like you did that, I feel it's offensive. I'll say, well, that wasn't my intention. I mean, what are you supposed to do, right? Like, if it's not how you intend, it's just a taunt. And it's just something that's part yeah. of the game itself and the culture of the game. Well, I mean, certainly you couldn't stop doing it. But if the game company doesn't remove it and it's still available and it's done to you, I get, I get why it's done. I, I, and again, I think, you know, most people don't use it in that way. They're not trying to make a, mm -hmm. a sexual assaulting uh, move. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think apology is really powerful. Max's preschool teacher said that to me. Um, mm. He had a very quirky and very wise preschool teacher who taught me a lot about being a parent. Um, she also taught me a lot about why you should not gamble and smoke a lot of weed. But, okay. 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 <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. based on her lifestyle. But yes. Um, but she taught me quite a bit about, you know, she was just very wise in some ways. Mm -hmm. And she said that like apology is really so powerful and that we're really living in this interesting time where parents or anyone mm -hmm. um kind of embrace apology right like our parents would never apologize to mm -mm. Us. that never happened and their parents would never apologize to that like mm -hmm. that just wasn't a thing mm -hmm. but i think our generation re raising our kids was maybe the first generation that really embraced this idea of you know, apology. Like yeah. if I, if I lost my temper with my kids, if I yelled and screamed at them, which certainly happened and not saying they didn't deserve it because kids can be infuriating, mm -hmm. but I would apologize. You know, I would yep. be like, listen, that is not who I want to be. That's not how I think you should handle anger. Yeah. And I was out of line. It doesn't make what you did right. But right. I will also apologize for my actions because my actions weren't right in that moment either. Right. And you know, she said that's a really powerful thing for kids. Like it's totally really agree. affirmative to, you know, have them to, for them to be able to hear that in the moment. Right. Well, there's civility with it. Right. And there's, yeah. there's a humbling too, that, you know, you can be wrong. I think that was a big thing for my kids too, that my parents, you know, you're absolutely right. Previous generations, not at all. Not at um, all. And now I think I've, I apologize all the time. Right. Like I've always like taken a step back and been like, you know what? Hey, that one, right. Did or, hey, I approached that in the wrong way, or I wasn't thinking about, or, right, I reacted and I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't my best self at that moment. And and I, what I try to do when I attach an apology is to explain why I reacted that way. Because I really think that's the thing that, you know, some, sometimes people don't see, right? And so I try to explain, I yeah. had this reaction because I'm tired, I'm stressed, I'm, I was distracted when you approached me. I did, this is like the last thing I wanted to do. So, yeah, and I think, right, I think it teaches the kids also yeah. to do the and same. I, and I think it comes into play in this situation because probably nine times out of ten when they teabag someone, is that the yes. vernacular? Yes. Um, You know, probably nine times out of ten the other person is like, ah, screw you. Right. Like, you know, they kind yeah. of, there's like a funny banter and they all move on and the other person wasn't really offended. Right. It's that one person who doesn't like that. And so right. for them to have the ability to hear that and see that someone's reaction to it is not, I'm taking it. Right. Right. And then just say like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, uh, you know, it's something we do, but if that bothers you, I won't do it again. Yeah. That goes really far. Like, yeah. I think that that really goes far in society. Well, and that, and that's kind of going back to the whole Mary Tyler Moore thing. Like we have brought, we, our generation, the generation before us were brought up, especially women to just tolerate all of it. Mm -hmm. 
accept it, be okay with it. And I think, I don't think we have to be now. Does that mean like, you know, like they were peppering with me questions like, well, didn't you, the game should take it out. This and that, whatever. No, but I think, again, I think you have to respect if somebody is bothered by it. But the reality is the majority of the gaming community isn't because they know what it's for and how to use it. So, you know, it's just, it's caused this whole uproar and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, but, but then, you know, I just, I, I, it made me reflect on just my, my boys and navigating life today is not easy and it's never been right. But I think it just social media and all of these things that are out there, it just, everybody has an opinion. <laughs> it's, it's exhausting. It is. Human interaction is exhausting. That's why I stay in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah uh, yeah i don't blame you it's nice yeah it's not, it was nice to be around like we were you know away in vermont and i had a couple of days by myself and i i i didn't do a lot i rested a lot which was good i played some pickleball but very casually very not stressful and i'm very excited to report that my friday night pickleball is back good so i'm very good. excited to play this week um <laughs> later this week so yeah that's a good news um yeah i mean we 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 just, I like being around less people. <laughs> yeah. It's for yep. the best. I, I agree. I agree. It's, um, people are, speaking of weird people. So, you know, we're in the process of um, looking for a puppy. Yeah. And, you know, we go back and forth. So there was, there was a puppy that was posted by a local rescue and Monty, he was so mm. freaking cute. And so I was like, okay, I want Monty. And so I had already filled out the application and that was all approved and that was fine. And then there's a phone interview and then there's, you have to send in paperwork because we have other animals. And mm -hmm. so we didn't get Monty because what I realized is our last dog, Maggie, my husband was cleaning out our filing cabinet and he came across a file that said Maggie. And so he discarded it because Maggie uh, is no longer with us. But right. what he didn't realize is that in my very organized filing system, yeah, the Maggie file really meant everything that has to do with the pet file. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do the same. Yep. Yeah. So I didn't have, so I had to like scramble and like reach out to vets and all that stuff. So now I have all the paperwork and all of that has been approved. But um, so the next dog that we come across that we want. We're, we're ready to go. Aww. But I had the phone interview for Monty. And I think people who do animal rescue are, you know, doing God's work. They are wonderful human beings. <laughs> but they're all, they're very passionate. They're yeah. very passionate, right? So we're having a phone interview and she's asking me a million questions. And we're pretty much passing with flying colors. Like we have a lot of property. We're, you know, we're outside a lot. We have yeah. experience with dog, like all that stuff. And then she says, how often will the dog be left alone? Like, what's your work schedule? And I think I'm an ace in the hole. Like, I work yeah. two days a week from, like, yeah. pretty much from, like, nine to six. Like, sometimes a little earlier, sometimes a little later. I mean, nine to three. But, you know, it's like six hours is yeah. what I'm gone. And then in that, Norm's schedule is, you know, he his schedule is forever rotating. Right. So a lot of the weeks, he's home one of those days. Yeah. So, like, this dog would really not be alone. Like, mm -mm. The, at the absolute worst, this dog is going to be home alone two days a week for six hours at a time, which is right. just, I'm I'm thinking I'm a shoo-in. Yeah. Like, I have passed this test. Right. So, no. I tell her that. I say, like, the most <laughs> the dog will be alone is two hours, you know, six hours, two days a week. And she goes, oh. And I'm like, oh, oh what? What? Right. You know? And she's like, mm. Well, do you think that you could have someone come in at the three-hour mark? Because leaving a dog home alone for six hours could oh. could create emotional damage. Wow. And I was like, I will consider that. Like, I'm sorry, are you an animal behaviorist, <laughs> you know, and do you know every single dog and their reactions? Wow. And like what, who, so only people who are home 24 hours a day can adopt a dog, adopt yeah, a no. dog. Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. just like, I've had dogs my whole life. Like, you're right. Listen, you're a willing, able-bodied person who can take on a dog. What's the problem here? I know. I was like, if I worked in the city, had a long commute and was gone 11 hours a day, right, I totally would be the see. first person to be like, I should not get a dog. Yeah. I am gone two days a week and like m 
uh, half of that time, my husband is home one of those days. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. That's so I was just like, I will consider that. And that was enough. She was like, okay. I was like, great. <laughs> wow. That's a cute name though, Monty. I know. Isn't that cute? You might I don't know if it. I would have kept it. I probably would have. He looked like a Monty. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. So um, Monty is now with someone else, but now we're all approved. So now I just check their site every day. Right. They're getting a lot of dogs um, from Puerto Rico. And that yeah. seems to be like a big thing with rescues now. I don't know what's going on in Puerto Rico with the dogs. I don't really know what's just happening. A lot of homeless dogs. Yeah. They're just yeah. not able to, they don't, they don't do anything to curb their puppies and yeah, it's, there's just, it's bad over there. So, well, a lot of them are coming here and they are adorable. Hmm. So I think I will get a Puerto Rican dog. <laughs> and and well, Norman was like a Spanish does, name. Right. Norman was like, does that mean he's a Spanish speaking dog? Like right. will we have will we have to speak to him in Spanish? And I was yeah. like, maybe. Yes. Perhaps. For a little while, yes. <laughs> With some English, just Spanglish would probably work. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll come up with a good name. I um mm -hmm. I have um I have I have bought a new domain name Ooh. website no name name. Okay. So I'm obsessed with um it came out of a TV show um for a while. It um it was about uh like the father would always tell the son tranquilo, like to calm down. And so he would use the word tranquilo, which is calm, you know, to, to be mm -hmm. tranquil, to, to calm, to stay calm. And so it became a joke with my husband and I for the last like two years. I'd say it all the time. Like anytime we were driving and I'd be like, slow down, I'd be like, tranquilo, tranquilo. <laughs> and then like, you know, if, if somebody was fighting or like, boys, boys, tranquilo, tranquilo, you know, and I would just say it all the time. And so finally he was like, I'm going to get you a t-shirt. Right. And so we looked up the tranquilo and see if, you know, it's taken. There's a lot of things are called tranquilo because of what it means. And so I have decided, so I bought a domain. It's called me, M I. So, you know, like my, my tranquility, my peacefulness. Oh, so I like it. Okay. Me yeah. yeah. Me, me tranquilo. Me tranquilo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm going to do though, in my, when the boys are, you know, off in college, I'm going to build the website and put like, it's really my my tranquil site. So I'm just going to put photography up of things that I have taken over the years that are really enjoyable to me. And I'm going to put, maybe I'll make some t-shirts and put like tranquilo underneath. Like I want to come up with a concept. Hopefully nobody's hearing this and stealing it, but we'll, we'll copyright it and all that stuff and the mm -hmm. progress of all that stuff. But I, I don't know. There's, I mean, you know, it's not necessarily like I'm trying to make a business, but I just feel like I want my own t-shirt. And I thought like, some of my photography can be turned into t-shirts, right? Where then underneath of it is, you know, tranquilo, yeah. me tranquilo. I love so that like, because you know, know. you've always been interested in photography and that's been yeah. a passion of yours. And so to yeah. have some place to direct it yes. is really I'm, good. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I'll, I'll watermark my images, post them. And then like, yeah, if someone wants them, fine, we'll sell them. But like, I just want a place for, and I was like, I need it to, to gel with, that concept of what I'm mm -hmm. this tranquilo thing. So yeah. I love so that. It. Oh, good. Exciting. I'm excited. I can't wait to see them. Yeah. Yes. It won't come until the fall, but when I actually yeah. have some time to sit and build and, but yeah, we bought the domain name and I was just like, do it. Let's just, you know, yeah. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And that's a big obstacle, which I'm working through now. Cause you know, we have this idea for a YouTube channel and homestakers and all of that. And we're working on it. And I actually yeah. posted our first video. It, you know, it's not the video itself isn't that exciting, but it was just so I now know like how to upload the video, how to edit the video, how to upload it to YouTube, how to add a thumbnail, how to like all yes. that stuff that is just it's so daunting and it's what keeps you from being productive because the first time you do it is like climbing a mountain. And so, yeah. you know, you just kind of jump in and figure it all out and it takes a while and it's it frustrating does. and you have and to And it call, changes. And it changes and you have to call your 18-year-old son 15 times because the quality of your video is not right or like whatever. Um, but, you know, just keep keep moving forward and yes. eventually you figure it out and it gets easier yes. each time. Like now yeah. I know how to make a, a thumbnail. Like we have Canva. I know how to make a thumbnail not a problem you know <laughs> i love it well i'm happy to help because i mean i've spent my i would say my last seven years of my career 
you know, doing a lot of social stuff um, mm -hmm. for work and doing learning the same shit, you know, basically yeah. figuring out and I'm still doing it like for my current company, I'm, I'm still posting LinkedIn and, and I hate that my video doesn't have a thumbnail and I get annoyed with the agents and like, give me a thumbnail because I need a thumbnail and the sizes are different per channel. Like this is the crux when I started doing social media for a lit, like part of my job years ago. I would have to get like a, a, a one pager from my agency to tell me all the specs because they were all different, mm -hmm. you know? So like the cover yeah. photo, your, your, your little profile photo, the, when you uploaded a photo, the thumbnail photo, like everything was different. And then yeah. not just for that channel, just every channel was a different. And I'm like, Oh, and so they've harmonized. It's gotten better. Like an yeah. MP4, MP3 can work on most, you know, channels now. And like, you know, you don't, you know, sizing works most like Facebook and LinkedIn are pretty much the same size when you post something, you know, but yeah. So, and like YouTube does its own thing and, and then YouTube's back end it keeps changing. All of them keep changing all of the back end. So then you're like, yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I learned this and I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I know in my last job when I worked for, so it was a national nonprofit, but we were a local affiliate, but we would use the branding of the national affiliate. And mm -hmm. so for those colors, you know, you would get a list of like the RGB or the yep. Pantone, yep. like the numbers that you would put in. But whatever platform you were on, I swear the, the colors would just like, I would put in those numbers and the color would look different. And then my boss would be like, you didn't use the right colors. And I'd be like, no, but I did. I did right. use the right colors. It just <laughs> looks different. On, I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, different monitors, right? Too. That's the other yeah. part. Like I would always do that. Be like, oh, but this looks fine on mine. Why doesn't it look fine on yours? Because mm -hmm. everybody's resolution is different. Yep. Oh, it's yeah. so fury. It's just furiating. Furious. It is. <laughs> and it's hard. Like, I'm glad I know it all now. Like I've done it all. But right. It's you have to. I mean, if I don't live it every like most days, it does change. And then you're just like, I hate all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, I hear you. Give yourself some grace. You'll learn it. You'll figure it out. You'll and learn then it. And then it'll change. <laughs> right. Like the reels. Like I find I've figured out Instagram reels and I play with it and they're fun. And like some of mine have gotten I, you know, I did this one Instagram reel where it was like, you know, the sim language that game, the Sims. Yeah. Shoopity doo doo bitty da. Like they just kind of spoke gibberish. So it was like that that audio was really popular for a while. So mm. I did a video of me like making confused faces and the text was my face when my husband tells me I can't just put a nail anywhere in our drywall because we have that fight all the time where like <laughs> I want to hang a picture. I just put a nail on the wall and he's yeah. like, you need to find a stud. You need like a I don't right. he wants me to use like some sort of anchor thing. And I'm like, whatever. I, right. I just right. and nail then you know, the wall. nail and wall. And then eventually the picture falls down and I'm like, oh, why did that happen? <laughs> um, so, and apparently it's a big, diff a big, you know, a lot of people understand it because that reel got like a ton of likes. Right. So I like have finally figured out reels and I'm like, now reels will go away like that. They will not be a thing anymore. It'll always. be on to the next thing. Yeah. Yes. Always. <laughs> right. Right. The once, right. Once you figure something out, they change it. They're like, well, we don't want to do that anymore. We want to do something different. I think that was, yeah. and it's still happening today. I mean, even like Snapchat came out with a subscription service. It's like, but why? I, I get it, but why? Yeah. <laughs> Don't make things more complicated. It's the same thing with YouTube TV, like all this stuff. It's like, I can't, it's too much. It's too much. I think less is more. Yeah, but it's going to keep changing. I mean, I guess it has to, you know, people get bored of I know. stuff and then you need yeah, the I next thing. So, I just sounded so old. <laughs> well, we, well, we both do. Yeah. <laughs> I think when I open the podcast, Beetle Harvest, the, right. you know, the stage was ageless. Right. They're like, what, what era is this podcast <laughs> taking place in? Were they the first podcasters? I know. <laughs> I was thinking about, I was laughing before we started because I'm upstairs in my little where I podcast from. I don't have air conditioning. Like we have some window units, but I have some window unit when we're out. But we just... We because our house was built in 1780 and there's no room for ductwork and like whatever. Yeah. And then I thought like July 4th wasn't the whole I mean, like when that whole, you know, America went down. <laughs> right. And I thought my mm -hmm. house is four years younger than America. <laughs> like yeah. that is old. No wonder I don't have air conditioning. Yeah. No, it's funny to think about your house being built in that time. 
Yeah. Like if and you're you living know, we're it. celebrating yeah. something that was signed in 1776, my house was built in 1780. Yeah. Like it yeah. is old. It is. I like, I, yes. it ne- I never really put it into so much context before, but I was like, wow. Yeah. My house is old. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, right. It's pretty, uh, it's, I agree with you. It's pretty fascinating that, it's, yeah. well, and that it's still here. Mm-hmm. And it's like tough as nails. Like the, so our house is the original part of our house was built in 1780 mm-hmm. is four rooms, um, you know, two downstairs, two upstairs, the original four rooms and a basement and like an attic area. That was the original house. Mm-hmm. That part of the house never has a problem. It never leaks. It never mm-hmm. like, yeah. it, it's just, it's fine. It's happy as can be. The the addition part that somebody put on in the 60s and then the addition that we put on in like 2007, mm-hmm. like regular problems, mm-hmm. regular problems. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's yeah. interesting. Um, To switch gears for a second. So yeah. have I told you about this um, game called Hidden Folks? It's an app. Mm-mm. so if you need something mindless to do like you just need to decompress okay um in. it's called hidden folks and basically it is there's like i don't know how many settings but let's just argue that you say there's 10 settings like the beach the, the there's a, a forest there's a ski resort there's all these things and within each setting there's like three or four sometimes five um further places and they're and they start really small like not too big like not too big not too much going on and then they get bigger and really complicated to like big city style and what you have to do is find the hidden people so it's a little bit like a find waldo but you so at the bottom of the screen you could do this on your ipad because it's better you want to lose your eyesight keith and i did it on our phones for a long time we're like idiots we should have used the ipad the entire (laughs) time but it's um it's all black and white Okay. And it's like these really weird sounds and it's like, it's really funny. The sounds like you have to play with the sound on because it's just really <laughs> like you navigate all over the screen. You're looking for this character that's like, and there's like a gazillion characters that look just like it. And he has, you know, he or she has one other little identifiable thing that you have to try to find and distinguish. You find pets, you find birds, you find a whole bunch of stuff, trees, knives, you know, and you have to look under rocks, open doors, click on screens and you just go. And you're just like, all of a sudden, like when I've had like bouts of insomnia, this is what we would do in the middle of the night. (laughs) So I like, I love like a hidden picture. I love same concept books. I love the I spy books. Love This is it come to life in an app. And we are so upset that it's done. We're done with it. And it took us a couple of weeks. Like it wasn't, and we we weren't always playing. I got, there's a point where you get like, all right, I I can't do this anymore. But it's so addicting that you're just like, I'm going to download it today. Hidden folks. Yeah. Hidden folks. Yeah. And there's, it's like puzzly a little bit too. Some of the things you have to actually, like as you go along in the process, you have to do more. And sometimes it's it's a little hard. And so Keith Keith was like, he, he was so committed that he had to find every little thing. Me, once I got to the maximum amount, like when they told me I can move on, I was like, yep, moving on. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I just want to finish. I want to see where this is going. And he was like, no, I got to find it. So now we're so upset that it's over and we, like they say they're going to come out with more but we don't know when and so we are we are uh he's like let's go back and replay the ones you didn't get because <laughs> we miss it so much and i'm like um okay i, I guess we could do that i don't really awesome. want to do that oh that's fun i'm gonna download that because i think i'm done i'm like i i worked in the garden from 6 a.m to when we started podcasting at like three. Oh yeah and so no, now this I, is, I think this it's is time good... for like glass of wine and a game yes. on the patio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, this will be fun. And you just like I said, put the volume on. We literally will call each other. We're driving. Like if I'm driving home from work and I'm like, I just make the noises when I call him. I'm like, meet me. You know, he's, he's like, huh? and there's no real words like these noises. Like I just did some like it's like meet me. And there's a guy that sounds like he's saying hello, but it's not really. It's like, who? <laughs> Oh, I'm in. Yeah, it's I love so a hidden. Bizarre. I love a hidden picture. Love that. Yeah. Oh, I'll do that. You know yeah. what? So you know what we're working on now. Mm-hmm. Um, there is 
So Norman and I had this debate. We had to drive out to Pennsylvania. He wanted to go pick something up. So we had this long drive and we started debating about what was the best TV theme show with words, not just not just music. Oh, I already know what mine is. But yeah. Oh, what's yours? Greatest American Hero. <gasps> yeah, he likes that one too. Yeah, it's my it's my, my favorite. So that is on the list. So we so we were debating back and forth, and it was hysterical. Like right, it was because a big... they don't do that anymore. Like they don't do those kinds of mm -mm. things. Like the way no, we grew up with television. Right. Like yeah. you have to be around our age to really yeah. get it. Yeah. So we came up with. All... So then we decided that this should be this should be something that everyone does, like brackets, like oh, March yes. Madness. Yes. yes. So we came up with 64 TV theme songs. And now we had a friend over the other night and we are, you know, putting them in brackets because I didn't realize, like, I thought brackets were totally random, mm -mm. but they're not, which mm -hmm. I, I, I don't like, I don't know anything about sports. So I didn't know that. So, <laughs> so first they had to like explain to me why brackets aren't random. And then we had to go through and like put all the ones together, all the twos together, all this. So we've come up with this bracket for the greatest American TV theme song. All right. And so, yeah, we're going to, like, I'll send it to you. I'll post Please. it on our, on a, I'll post it on the uh, It's Just Talk Pod website. Yes. We're, we have friends who are going to do it. And then our one of our local breweries is going to put it up on their wall so that people who, like, come out, you know, come to dinner can have this conversation. Nice. Because it gets so funny. Like, we've now done it a couple of times with friends. And the conversation is hysterical about like, is Happy Days or Laverne and Shirley the better song? Oh. And and people do like research. They're like, well, the person who composed this, like people come prepared. Right, right, right. <laughs> it is hysterical. It's really fun. That's yeah. awesome. I love that kind of stuff. I really do. Yeah. I think it's, um, no, it's worthy of a debate. I mean, listen, we're, yep. we're, we're at a point in our lives where like we are the authority on these things, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we yeah. lived it. So, yeah. And I think that's part of it, right? Part of the reason I just said what I said about what I thought is my, you know, is my favorite is just nostalgia, right? I, and nostalgia. I love, like, I just thought I was listening to, we went to the, like the Lake Beach, we call it. Um, it's called camp, really. Uh, uh, that uh, while we were in Vermont and I had a little bit of Yacht Rock Radio on and it came on and I'm just like, we're just sitting there like, it just makes us feel so good. I know all the lyrics yep. and I'm screaming and belting it out. I mean, not really in the beach, but like I've done that before and I love it. Love it. Not that I can't sing happy days and do the same thing, but it's a little different. Yeah, it's different. But when you start to, so when you see all 64 of them, you really like just debating. So we had friends over just debating, putting them into the brackets. Ooh. And the conversation was hysterical because everyone, yeah, yeah. you know, like you really, you start to like fight for things that you never thought you would fight for. My favorite <laughs> is Facts of Life. Oh yeah, it's so good. Because I just feel like my whole life, whenever that song has come on or if I'm with a group of girls or like whatever, if somebody sings the first note, like ev everyone's in, yes. you, you can't not do it. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it's really it's I'm like, it's been a lot of fun. It's already given us hours of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. I'd love to see the bracket. Uh, yes. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, we should do some betting around. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I don't, well, yeah. And I think it's funny. Like we show some stuff to the kids and they're just like, what the hell is this? Like for TV shows? I'm like, yep. I know. I know some stuff doesn't hold up. Like I remember when my kids were little and I tried to show them like muse movies that I loved. And if the MGM lion would roar in the beginning, I already lost them. They were already mm. like, this is too old. Forget it. No. Yes. I know. <laughs> it's so disappointing sometimes. You're like, come yeah. on. I had to listen to like 50 million episodes of SpongeBob SquarePants. Yep. The least you could do is return the favor. Well, yeah, we, we've tried to do... Um, trying to you know they don't like when i do this but i'm gonna say it anyway but um we tried to pick age appropriate movies so like we would play high school movies when they were in high school so now we're now we're doing like the college movies you know i cannot and think of one college movie that is appropriate for what not, you actually want your kids to do no, in college no so no no none of it is none of it is i none. mean they, they're old enough to see it i'm just saying 
they yeah yeah those yeah. like how they're you all, actually want your kids to be does not make a good movie they're all teachable <laughs> moments <laughs> yeah no but yeah. exactly right it kind of gets rough after this point and but then i'm like you know like i can't wait till after college so i can show them saying that fire like i have it all planned out am i right <laughs> we're, we're gonna go through this slowly but surely <sighs> Oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. So did you um did you do anything else this weekend for the long holiday? Uh no. Last night we got together with another couple and just, you know, they barbecued. We went to their house and we just sat around and like talked and laughed for a couple hours. It was fantastic. Um <clears throat> my friend Jackie came over and beat me a backgammon again. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> um and Norm had to work today. So, but he just got home. I hear his, uh, I heard him come in. Oh, nice. Uh, so he got home a little early today. So I think, I don't know, tonight we will probably just like chill. I think we're just going to do some chilling. Yeah. Yeah. It was wrong with that. Low key, low key, but it was fine. It was, you know, good times with people who we really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's nice. Yeah. We did, yeah. we did similar things. We, we got together. We're just, some of our friends up there and uh, neighbors nearby and same thing. It was beautiful weather. The weather was 75 and just beautiful, clear skies. There were some fireworks on the lake last night that we could see from our community. So that was nice. And we just, Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just really chilled out. It was great. Yeah. I'm sad to leave. (laughs) I was like, yeah, yeah. No, Vermont is beautiful. Well, the other thing I did is I pulled the trigger since I had some downtime and the boys came up to Vermont, which is a rarity these days. Um, and I started dorm shopping. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't think I, t- oh, no, we haven't talked about this. Okay. So I didn't tell you what happened with my one son's roommate. No. Okay. So roommate choicing stuff is all happening, right? So you mm-hmm. could have, if you, if you found someone to roommate with, you were allowed, um, like last week, early in the week to choose your dorm room, you know, if you already had your group of your roommates. Okay. If you didn't and you wanted to go random, it got a little, well, it got a lot of confusing at one of the universities that my kids are going to. I won't say who. Um, There's been enough bitching about it on Facebook. So um, (laughs) anyway, long story short is that we go in and we choose the room and the hall. And it wasn't his first or second choice, but it was a good choice and he's happy with it and he likes it. So now we just wait to see who he gets matched with because he wanted to go random. Okay. So later that day, we go back into the portal because they tell us it's going to happen pretty quick. So we we're like, all right, let's go back and check. We check and it's, we confirmed it was definitely female. So I'll just say it was a female. My, you know, okay. My son yeah. is a he, him, um, and and she's a she, her. So okay. we were like, oh, hmm. do they allow? And this is like not suite mates. This is like roommates. One roommate in a small little dorm. Yeah. This okay. is, yeah, not sweet mates. It's gotcha. just a single, this is a double bedroom dorm. Gotcha. Uh, dorm yep. room. So we were like, um, I don't think that's allowed. So he like, and then he gets an email from her and she's just like, hey, introduces herself, all this stuff, gives all her contact information. And he's like, well, I'll respond. But I think like, what else should we do? And I'm like, we should just contact housing just to confirm that one, they, that this is actually allowed because um, I didn't think it was. And, and, you know, dorm rooms have become much more progressive right you can if you had you know if you you know whatever gender you identify as you can pick there are gender inclusive dorms and you can pick if you want to do male female you know or or other types of gender okay fine he didn't do that he wanted he him and that's Mm -hmm. what he you know but he didn't get that so he was kind of i didn't know they allowed me to like room with a girl like officially so we 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 emails her back just to do a simple intro and at the bottom of his signature i make him add he him because maybe she thinks based on his name it could maybe it's a girl right right because there's no identifying information like we guessed based on her name yeah it was a female sounding name but we were like we don't know but when she emailed him she put all her social stuff so we looked her up and then we were like oh no it's definitely female, female. and she identifies as female she's making it clear so then we're like, oh, this is like interesting. And he's like, I think I'm okay with it, but maybe she isn't, you know? And I was like, exactly. So we email the housing department. We're like, is this allowed? Like, we're fine with it, but like, we want to make sure that that person's right. actually comfortable and, and is aware. 
And, and so they immediately write us back and they're like, nope, mistake. <laughs> we're like, okay. <laughs> and then like later she had emailed me like, whoa, no, they totally screwed that up. And then he was like, well, hopefully we can be friends anyway. You know, right. Oh, cute, rooming. Cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rooming for like 24 hours. But uh, so, yeah, then they dropped in somebody else. So now he's in the process of reaching out to a he, him, you know, okay. um, guy. Well, but, that's, oh, that's good. I'm glad everyone's happy. Although I I wish Max would have had a female roommate because those boys were all like they could not get a plan together. No, Like, you know, I feel like a girl would have been like, OK, you bring the microwave. I'm going to bring the refrigerator. Yeah. Like Max didn't even know the names of his roommates. He didn't like... <laughs> There was one instance, so Max was in, um, because of COVID, they all got their own room, but he was in like a four-room suite. So there were four uh. of them. They each had their own room, but then they shared a common space. Mm-hmm. And the common space, there was like, you know, the door out. But then like if you you went to the left a little, there was like kind of a kitchen. I mean, there wasn't a stove, but there was a sink and a fridge and, you know, like a space you can use. Yeah. So he gets all in there. My mother and I put his whole room together. I mean, he has no idea where anything is. Okay. <laughs> and then, you know, and so for the first couple of weeks, I'm asking, you know, like, well, how are your, who are your roommates? And he's like, I have no idea. I haven't seen them. And I'm like, how do you share do? a bathroom. Like, how do you know? He's like, no, we don't go in there if anyone else is in there. Mm. I'm like, all right. And then I guess there was an incident where they found beer in that common fridge, like the whoever uh. was coming to, right? And so they isolated all the kids and asked them about it because they wanted to find out whose beer this was. And it wasn't Max's. It was someone else's. But when they asked Max, he said, we have a fridge. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So I feel like a female energy may just keep things a little more organized than the boys. Yeah. yeah. That's (laughs) fascinating. Oh, Max. Max. (laughs) They were like, okay, you're excused. Like, you're yeah. clearly an idiot. <laughs> Be like, you do know what a fridge is though, right? We're talking about the same. Okay, okay, yeah. that's good. Okay, they were like, good. okay, sweet boy, go yeah. go away. That's, we have a fridge. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, like, yeah. you know, we went through like, oh, again, Facebook groups, they're like the death of me in a way, but um, they're helpful. Um, so a parent posted like her very organized excel spreadsheet for her daughter so i opened it because i was like all right i don't have girls but i'm going to look at it and just in case i you know there's something i'm not remembering and there were a few helpful things in there but i just the whole time i'm like I, i'm glad i don't have a girl yeah like or my, or but i i would appreciate the organization i know it's yeah, not yeah. you know i know that there's you know exceptions to every rule yes but in my experience for my two boys yeah they are not organized <laughs> No, no. And I think, you know, I, I honestly, here's the thing that bugs me about this whole housing process. The amount of questions that go on from parents about it. Can you raise the bed? Can you not, you know, can you use this? Can you do that? Like we all know it's a twin XL bed. Okay, fine. Mm -hmm. But the raising of the bed is probably the number one question. And I don't understand if I was the housing director I would just say, you know what? Let's just do a full inventory of our facility and answer this goddamn question that comes up every freaking semester. A hundred percent. I thought the same thing because we, of course, had all the same questions before we were able to get in and see a room. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why in this day and age with YouTube, do yes. they not? And and all, I understand that the dorm rooms are a little bit different, but let's be honest, they're all pretty similar on each campus. Yes. And you're so, buying that furniture in bulk. Yeah. So- Take the take the furniture that's or the room that's most like all the others. Yeah. And someone from your PR department go in there and make a YouTube video. Yes. And take 10 minutes explaining the room and showing the stuff. And it would answer everyone's question. Uh, yeah. Like, they, like they, just do it. Yeah. They like you have to rely on other parents who were in that room or in that hall to show you pictures of their kids previously. So like I belong to for one of my kids, it's a um the schools, it's just the general parents page, the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. So any general, you know, any year. So it doesn't, it's not just exclusively to my kids. So it's helpful because there's a lot of tried and true wisdom that comes through about, Hey, it's all right. Hey, yeah. You know, and, and then yes, they're the ones who ends up sharing. Well, here's what the room number such and such look like when my kid was there in this hall. Right. So that's right. helpful. And, and the schools do provide on their website, like a photo or two, or, 
they do show you the floor plan. So I know the dimensions of his room. Mm -hmm. I just don't know, like, if I want to buy him a box fan, how big do I go? Is it the standard size right. box fan or is it a small fan? Like, yeah. I don't know. And then, like, right. or, like, we had the same, like, so does he, like, there's no curtains? Okay, should we bring a curtain? Is there a right. curtain rod? Is there a right. way to hang up a curtain? Like, you just, you're kind of like, can you, has no... Your school's no. been open since, you know, as <laughs> long as my time. house spins around. Yeah. You know, like everyone has had these same questions every year. There can't every be a spreadsheet. Year. Something. No, <laughs> somebody, right. Can someone just, I mean, the website's pretty helpful. Why don't you go and add it there? Yeah. Like it's not that difficult. And mm -hmm. I, I used to, I mean, I used to work for my university when I was going to school, like it was my work study and then it became my job and I would work there, you know, during the summers and I would work for the, so I worked for the school and um, the college. And then I went up to the university level because they had three campuses. So I worked at the university level and these are the things like, we would just talk about like, you know, admissions. I, I wasn't in the admissions department. I was in the comms department, but the questions we'd get that were directed at us, we were like, no, that's admissions. And we were like, oh, good luck. You know, like how many times did that question come in about housing or whatever? And it's like, why are you not helping yourself? And we didn't have the internet, right? Really? Right. So like, right. it was but make, but, make a pamphlet, some right. like frequently asked questions. Yeah. Should be yeah. helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's like, well, here's the other thing. I mean, people, so to their credit though, I'll have to say this. The schools do do a good job of putting a lot of stuff on their website. So like, really, if you cannot find it on their website, okay, then it's truly a question that you mm -hmm. get, then you now need to go to the school or you go to a parent to ask. But the amount of like, I can't find, and it's like, it's there. Just go back and look. Just go back and look. I mean, just, yeah, just click yeah. on every freaking link. And it must make it. the people there crazy. Like oh, I, yeah. so I just wondered the stuff I Googled it. I tried to figure it out. We didn't know. And I was like, well, there's Amazon. We'll go up there. We'll figure it out when he, when we drop them off and then I'll just ship them what he needs. Right. Yeah. That's what we're going to do too. Yeah. Right. But I'm yeah. sure for every parent who's like, ah, we'll figure it out. There are 10 parents who are like, I cannot go on in life unless I know the dimensions of <laughs> so that window. True. And they yeah. call the emissions office incessantly. So yeah. just for their own sanity, you think yeah. they would put together. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing too. So we, um, both kids have a family weekend, right? At their school. And thankfully they're one after the other. So, um, they're not on the same weekends. So we already booked our Airbnb because we could get no hotels. Boy, does this stuff book fast. Like we were just like, wow. So then they just, I found on one of these Facebook groups, um, a woman had posted about family weekend tickets being on sale for the football game and tailgating. And we were like, we want to do it at least once, you know, mm -hmm. we'll probably never do it again. And so within a day, they were all sold out. So we got our tickets, but it was sold yeah. out. And then like now other parents who were like, well, this is my first year at the school. Like, I, I don't understand. So I can't even go. So there's other family activities, but if you wanted to do that, nope, you're done. So now right. I'm like, had to oh, know. Yeah. Crap. well, and the funny thing is, the team, the football team is playing against this other college. And if the kind of annoying thing, frankly, for us is that so one weekend they're playing the one my son's school, and then we go up to the next week into my other son's school, they're playing my son's second school, like the other school, the same. So the same team's playing both of my son's um, oh, different yeah, colleges yeah. Um, on different weekends. But um, I was like, well, then I'm not going to go to that football game, you know? <laughs> but I'm like, well, that wouldn't be fair to my other son. But I'm like, maybe he doesn't want to go because I don't want to go see the same team. Yeah. team. Oh, that must be tough with twins. I, I'm kind of so lucky because I have seven years between my boys. So no one really remembers what we did for one or the other, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 true. <laughs> well, right, right. I mean, I haven't really talked to them about it. I told them I got tickets and then I was like, I'm going to try to get tickets for the other one. But if I don't, we'll just figure something right. else out. Yep. I don't know. I mean, I don't think they care that much to go. We just thought it would be fun and we want to tailgate and just hang out. And so Keith was like, well, actually what we should do is that first weekend, we need to go find the people who drove up for that other school okay. and say, are you showing up at the next game next weekend at such and such place? And then you say, well, we'll be there too. So we'll hang out. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's kind of smart. It's kind of smart. Yeah, that is kind of smart. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Keith is good at that. Keith is good at making friends. We often say, so, you know, you guys, for our listeners, used to be our neighbors. And, like, if someone new moves in or if something happens in the neighborhood, like some sort of gossip, Norm and I are always like, damn, we need Keith. Because he would... <laughs> 
<laughs> he would figure it out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Totally. Totally. He's got good insight. He's got good yep. read on people. Yes. And he's very friendly. Absolutely. Yep. He'll yep. love hearing this. We're, we're, yep. we're pumping you up, babe. You'll be psyched. He'll have to wait for an hour to, in order to hear all these compliments. To hear the compliment. Yeah. yeah. But I will tease him with it. Uh, we miss you. Listen. We miss you. We miss your, we miss your nosy Miss Kravitz skills. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is stressful. It is a lot. And it's a lot of yep. money. Let me just say it's that. A lot of money. Yep. Yep. Doing it only for the first year and then we'll see what happens from there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nope. Uh, right. I know. All right, darling. Well, this was good catching up. Yes. Happy Fourth of July. And uh I suppose. Have a good Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. We're all yep. struggling. But mm -hmm. um but nonetheless, I'm going to go enjoy the day. On yes. Patio. Go play yeah. some hidden folks. I'm going to go watch some Julia. And uh, yeah, until next time. Until next time. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.